Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever podcast of the Road Home Podcast. We are your hosts, Micah, Billy, and behind the camera, and the editor, Jed. And today's topic is Thanksgiving. 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 We're going to be talking about the ins and outs of Thanksgiving and not just the holiday, but we're going to be talking about the word itself. And we see a lot of the word Thanksgiving in the Bible. And I've, I've kind of studied a little bit on the word Thanksgiving, just the word. And it's kind of interesting how the way it's come out because there's a... Uh, Every time you see the word Thanksgiving, it's it's different in the New Testament and the Old Testament, obviously. But there's there's some uh, things that's attached to it that I think it's going to be cool when we get into it. So I'm looking forward to uh, talking about Thanksgiving. Let's get into it. All right. Number one, though, what does people think about whenever you say uh, Thanksgiving? Turkey. Turkey. Why is that? Because it's what everybody eats. Supposedly, I don't like turkey myself. I'm more of a ham guy. I like turkey, but it's that's that's not the problem. The the, uh, the reason people say turkey, they say turkey day, or they talk about football, or or getting fat, or having to go on a diet, or or something crazy like that. But that's got nothing to do with being thankful, and it's got nothing to do with even the day of Thanksgiving. We could actually have Thanksgiving and celebrate Thanksgiving without a pumpkin pie. And we could actually celebrate Thanksgiving without even touching a piece of turkey. Amazing. It's amazing. In the United States, we celebrate this holiday because it has been set as a holiday for over 200 years. But only in recent times has it become as commercialized. And only in recent times, and in, as in recent, I don't mean 20 years. I mean 80 years right we've just come around that we think that thanksgiving is the day before black friday that thanksgiving is the holiday that comes before christmas which you can look at it that way and you can miss out on something really special in our family we celebrate thanksgiving probably more passionate or as much as Christmas because of our faith, because of what we believe, because of the lifestyle we live. We have a conviction of thankfulness and gratitude toward God. And it's been it's just a special time of the year. So like when we all get together, of course, there is a turkey. And of course, we do celebrate in that way. We like pies. to eat. Yeah, pies, pies, cookies. Lots of good stuff to cheesecake. eat. Cheesecake. But there's there's things that we get around, we talk, we, we before we eat, before we ever have it, we all go around the table, and now it's got so big that it's not just a table, we go all around the house, and it's up and down the halls and everything, that we not just say, oh, I'm thankful for my cat, or I'm thankful, but we are intentional about being thankful and thoughtful in what we, what we say, because... God's been good. Yes. And that is what this whole season, day, is about because it is it is a purposeful thing. I want to read a scripture as we get started in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. 
Let me get the Bible out because I like to read out of the Bible. Okay. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, it says, in everything. So what is that? It's everything. All things. All things. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you or me. Everybody. So, everybody's always talking about, I want to be in the will of God. I want to be in the perfect will of God. I don't want to be out here out of the will of God. I want to stay in the perfect will of God. Okay. Well, number one step is you've got to be thankful. Right. <clears throat> and not just be thankful and think about it in your head and say, oh, I'm thankful. You've got to verbally speak it out of your mouth and give him thanks. Yeah, it's got to come from down here. Right. It's not just it's not just a lip service either. It's a proclaiming, I'm thankful for this. Mm -hmm. There's something about what God's done for me. Right. That I've got to speak it. I've got to I've got to show I've got to show him thanks. I've got to get it's a gift. It's a transaction. It's something we're we're putting forth. We are we are indebted unto God. And he doesn't hold anything against us and say, I, you owe me thanks. But something inside of the human spirit says, I, I've got to thank God. And that's what this word, and eventually down through history, has become a day that we can set apart and say, this is Thanksgiving. Has nothing to do with turkey. Right. So in 1863, who was president? Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. He was president. I only know that because you told me. Yeah. He was president for a, a few minutes there before he was taken out. But he did something for our nation during a time of war <clears throat> that changed history. And it wasn't because there was a football game on TV. I don't think they had football then. I, I don't think so either. And it wasn't because of the abundance of turkey or even... Everybody's going to get together and eat a big bunch. But it was because of the time that we had been through and been through such a hard time. Yeah. And he created a moment. And sometimes I think it's good if we create a moment. And if our leaders would create moments like this. Some, some of them have, you know, not everybody's done it. But he called a nation to a place of gratitude to not the universe and not to man but he called the nation billy he called the nation to gratitude toward a holy god and said you're gonna i'm gonna make this day and i wish we could have something like that today where somebody come out and say hey this is what we're gonna do we're gonna celebrate this this way right so anyhow what's what's the word here it says in everything Give thanks. No, if you're giving thanks, that would be thanks giving. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I said this yesterday. Inversion. The giving of thanks. In, inversion of a thought is the lowest form of revelation. <laughs> Somebody going to get that in their spirit. When you invert a thought, it's the lowest form of revelation. Praise the Lord. All right. Do you have that proclamation? I have it. Okay. Read the proclamation. Now, this is a proclamation by Abraham Lincoln. It says, Now, therefore, be it known that I do set apart Thursday, the sixth day of August next, 
to be observed as a day for national thanksgiving, praise, and prayer. Hold it. August? That's what it says, August. That's what he said. August. Hmm. What what month are we in? <laughs> We're in uh, November. We missed Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> by, by a long shot. A little bit. According to 1863. Okay, keep right. on reading. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> All right. For national Thanksgiving praise and prayer, and I invite the people of the United States to assemble on that occasion in their customary places of worship. Hold it. Where? Their customary places of worship. Who has that custom now? Hmm. Not many church people even had that custom. Right. We all pretty much... If we're celebrating a holiday or even a day of Thanksgiving, we're going to celebrate it around a table somewhere. At our house. At our house. Or grandma's house. Or, yeah, granny's house or... Or, or, or maybe, nanny and papa. Or, or nanny and papa's house. Or pappy and nanny. Yeah, or somewhere in there. Or meemaw. Or, or grandma or grammy or whatever. All of them. Whatever conviction of name for your grandparent you have. Uh, that's not how... The President of the United States, Mr. Lincoln, was trying to tell the people something about that. Just It just is he different. He said to assemble on that occasion in their customary places of worship and in the forms approved by their own consciences, render the homage due to the divine majesty for the wonderful things he has done in the nation's behalf and invoke the influence of his Holy Spirit. What? His Holy Spirit. Wow. He said that. He said that. A president. A president. He said it. Wow. Of his, the influence of his Holy Spirit to subdue the anger which has produced and so long sustained a needless and cruel rebellion. And it goes on. So... After the Civil War, or in the midst of the Civil War, because this was just right after the Battle at Gettysburg, which was in July, this is a very short period of time where hundreds of people were dying at the hand of each other's uh, brothers, fighting brothers, as they say, state against state. This, this at the bottom, of this it says it was done at the city of Washington. Now, this is a NPS.gov a document out of. Uh -huh says done at the city of Washington this 15th day of July in the year of our Lord 1863 and of the independence of the United States the 88th. Wow. So. That was done in Washington. In Washington, D.C. Yep. They were talking about the Holy Spirit. A politician is calling the citizens of the United States of America who have just been through one of the bloodiest periods in American history they were not in the midst of great prosperity. They were not in the midst of a moment where everybody was loving each other. He called forth the American people to go to their churches or their respectable places of worship and worship and pray and worship, be thankful to their God in the way that they choose and feel necessary. That is something I want to see in the United States of yeah, America again. For sure. I want to see that again. Yes. I don't want to see somebody up there telling me necessarily that everything is okay. I want somebody to tell me that I can go and I can be thankful not to man for saving my life, 
and not to man for bringing us through all these problems and all these situations, and, but be thankful to my mighty holy God. That yes. was, was, how do you say that? The divine majesty. The divine majesty for the wonderful things. Wow. Render the homage due to the divine majesty for the wonderful things he has done in the nation's behalf. And some people would say that's a little bit complicated, and I don't know what that means. Get you a dictionary. Somebody we don't like me. <laughs> we don't talk deep enough because we don't know words. Right. That's not because we're ignorant. I mean, that's not because we're we're stupid. We're just ignorant. Yeah. Because we've been we've been kind of dumbed down. Yeah, we haven't really been taught this kind. We of We haven't stuff. been taught this kind. But yeah. this is a man who didn't get to go to the kinds of schools that you got to go to. Right. He grew up in a log cabin. Born in a cabin and grew up in the wilderness. Yep. Was taught by his mother using a Bible, and he is he is he's saying words that. Man, any politician today, they'd be rolling all over and trying to figure out, what did he just say? <laughs> Where, where's the, he's not mentioning anything about economic growth. He's not talking about anything about infrastructure. Infrastructure. He's not saying anything about racism. And he was in the most racist time in history. Yeah. Yep. But this was a proclamation given by somebody in high authority to say, when this time that I say is going to come to pass, I want everybody in this nation to worship God the way they see fit because he's done something really good for us yeah. and we need to take knowledge of it. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. This gets a little bit off, but they're wanting to take down his statues and stuff because he, of a, he was a bad man, but I don't see nothing that he said or did that was a bad man. Okay, back on and, top. And, and I've even heard some things that they try to make him an immoral person, and it's, it's just, mm -hmm. it's not true. And a lot, of, a lot of these things, if you don't like history, it's probably because you weren't taught it in the right way. Right. And if you don't like knowing about the past, it's probably because you're not living too good in your present. And that's the truth. But I look, not just a Bible, and I think most church people, when they they just they look at the Bible and they think about the times that Jesus or Moses or Elijah, whoever they read about in the Bible, they just think about that moment in time right then. And they don't think about history, how it has progressed from the time that Jesus ascended and went to glory to the time that we stand right here. We are connected to 2,000 years ago, yes. Right. But the day the church was born, on the day of Pentecost, the truth that Jesus sent us with, that he said, go forth and preach the gospel unto every creature, do what I tell you to do, and I'll back you up with signs and wonders following. That's paraphrasing. Don't get up been out of shape. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the truth. When God sent the Holy Ghost to the church, he sent it, he said, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. He will not speak of himself, but he will speak of those things which he's heard of my Father which is in heaven. What we're walking in today is based upon what the spirit of truth has given us. There was a group of people, Billy, in the 17th century who were under religious persecution. Mm-hmm by religious people right because they 
would not worship God the way religious people were telling them to worship God. Mm -hmm. So what they did was they rebelled against the norm. They rebelled against the status quo. Mm -hmm. They went against the grain of what their religious society was telling them to do. They were saying, you need to worship using these prayer books. You need to have our hymns. You, you're they, not going to be able to... They were pioneers. Yeah. They began to pioneer... They paved the way. ...the move of the Spirit yeah. for the next century. Mm -hmm. What these people would do would break the barrier of the Great Awakening. There would be no first Great Awakening right. had it not been for a group of people we call the Pilgrims. And long before Abraham Lincoln made a proclamation of a day of Thanksgiving, we always give, you know, we always give the glory of the day of Thanksgiving to the pilgrims. But long before the word Thanksgiving was given to a day, there were a group of people called the pilgrims, and they were around 40-ish Puritan. That's what they called them. They called them Puritans. And they were, if they lived in today's time, we would call them Fuddy duddies. <laughs> That's a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> we would call them stiff shirts. We would call them some kind of, you know, uh, overzealous holiness group. It would be somebody that people would say, well, they just, they, they don't believe in having fun. Okay, that that's really because sometimes when you live according to what you believe the Bible says, People kind of look at you and call you a fuddy-duddy. 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 So, <laughs> around 40 people, that's not all that were on the, the Mayflower. And if we had time, get, get like I said, read, read some history. You'll find something cool. If we had time, we could go into how exactly they got from here to there, or from there to here. Either way, inversion is the lowest form of revelation. If you get uh, the chance... I want to share a fun fact for you. I love fun facts. The Puritans believed in education and founded Harvard in 1636. Yes. Wow. Boy, they could use some tips from some Puritans today. Yeah, they could. Any hoot. All right. Sorry about that. You're fine. The day of Thanksgiving is not based upon turkey, right? That's right. It's not based upon a football game. That's right. It's not based upon getting stuffed. That's right. It's not based on falling asleep on the couch. Go ahead. It's about God. Amen. It's about not just acknowledging that there is a God. It's about this is my relationship with God. These 40-ish people, like I said, the numbers kind of, you read certain things and it's kind of different either way. A lot of our ancestors was on that boat. Mm -hmm. The seed of our ancestors was on that on that that Mayflower boat, and from the time that they left Europe and they came here, they got sick. They've been through storms. They've been through all kinds of crazy things. But when they got here. They decided, along with the ship captain, along with the people that were. Um, sort of in control of the the settlement there in Plymouth they decided we're going to sit down and and draw up 
a legal document and say, this is why we're here and this is what we're doing. And they called it the Mayflower Compact. And some of y'all may have heard of the Mayflower Compact. But it was signed by the men on the boat. And this is what it says. In the name of God, amen. We whose names are underwritten, the loyal subjects of our dread sovereign Lord King James, by the grace of God of Britain, France, and Ireland, King, Defender of the Faith, and etc. Having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith and the honor of our king and country, a voyage to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia, do by these present solemnly and mutually in the presence of God and one another con covenant. What's that word? Covenant. 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 And combine ourselves together into a civil body politic for our better ordering and preservation and furtherance of the ends together into a... Uh, I think I skipped a line. Regardless. For the glory of God and for the advancement of not, not the Buddhist faith, not the Muslim faith, the Christian faith. This was a covenant that was made with God and with each other. And God used kings that were even persecuting these very people. God used them and orchestrated their movement, just like Pharaoh, to cause them to be who God allowed them to be so they could worship him the way they wanted to worship him. And we are here today reaping the benefits of a covenant See, with Israel, with Israel, God made a covenant with Israel. But with this nation, we made a covenant with God. And that is where we're standing here today. We are standing under the rainbow of the covenant of our forefathers making a covenant with God. <clears throat> and that's powerful. In the Webster's 18, uh, 28, it says a covenant is to come, a coming together, a meeting or agreement of minds. Isn't that what we do during Thanksgiving is, is a coming together? That's the purpose. Yep. A meeting or agreement of minds. We're it's all, a gathering. Yeah. It's a putting together of And things. when he said to meet in the, your places of worship, that was a, a coming together. Yes. So, what we've learned and what we said here, uh, Thanksgiving is not about turkey. It's not turkey day. And I don't like it when people say turkey day. No. I don't, I, I don't, I don't like that. I mean, when we celebrate Christmas, we don't say, oh, it's baby day. Because <laughs> that's, not, that's not the day. It's not, that's what it's not about. We, we celebrate the birth of Christ, but that's not what it's about. This is the worship of one God. This is the worship and gratitude toward one God. That yes. this nation is coveted, coven, covenanted with. Yeah. I like that. That's good. We've got that. We've got that heritage. We've got that promise. You have anything you want to add? I don't think I have anything. We are reaping the benefits of those that went before us. And the whole day of Thanksgiving now has been put together. And you can go look that up about 
how uh, in the 40s, FDR put a uh, proclamation out of his own. And he called one of the days, and actually for one year there was two Thanksgivings because people didn't know on which day to celebrate because of one said this needs to be on this day and the other said this day. And it got confused when finally after all the time somebody decided, okay, we're going to have it on the last Thursday in November and that's where we celebrate today. But regardless of the day, the day that we celebrate Thanksgiving is about Thanksgiving. And what Thanksgiving means, in, in the Old Testament, it was, the word Thanksgiving was, it just meant to raise your hand in, in praise. That's all Thanksgiving is. But it's an open acknowledging, God is good. God's done something for me. And in the New Testament, the word Thanksgiving, or the giving of thanks, like it is in First Thessalonians, is just to, the word is Eucharist. Or, what's the word? The, the actual Greek word. I have it written down somewhere. Eucharistio. Sounds very Greek. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And the Catholic Church. I don't know Church, much Greek, but yeah. that sounds pretty Greek. The Catholics, the Catholic Church, they use that word a lot because it, it has to do with the whole uh, communion service, which they call the Eucharist, which is the blessing of the bread and the wine to make it. You know, they believe that it's because actually becomes the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but that word actually means that there is a word, there is a proclamation, there's there's a covenant, there is a there is an agreement mm -hmm. that this is what we're celebrating. This is what we believe. So when you're celebrating Thanksgiving this week, think not about turkeys. Don't think about football games. Don't think about getting stuff with cheesecake do like what cherry pie yeah, cherry pie whatever cherry delight do do what Abraham Lincoln said yeah that's a good idea and not just on Thanksgiving but just like the word said in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you and to be in the will of God be thankful so, when you go to the church on Sunday, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. This is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be doing this. So, happy Thanksgiving. We appreciate you watching uh, our first episode. Remember to like, subscribe, and most importantly, please, please share so we can get this out to, to the people that need it the most, the lost. Yeah. And that we can we can continue to do this. If you have a question you'd like answered or a topic, uh, please comment below, and uh, just just share what you'd like us to to look into and discuss. And we appreciate you watching this. Yep. Thank you.